Check one, two, three, counting down in three, two, one. It is Thursday, August 22nd, and this is The Rally. Hey, everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and Scranton Wilkesbury is flying high after yesterday's victory. A thriller at PNC Field in Music over the rival Pawtucket Red Sox. It keeps the Rail Riders one game up in the division with 12 games left to play, coming into tonight's 7.05 first pitch in the finale against Pawtucket. Yesterday, Pawtucket got on the board first using two runs in the top of the second inning on RBI singled by Oscar Hernandez and Cole Sturgeon. Those both came off the starter Nick Nelson making his second AAA start, Nelson making his first AAA start at home. And those were the two runs, six innings, six strikeouts, two runs on seven hits, 104 pitches. Nelson, a quality start, but did not factor in the decision. Pawtucket, after scoring those two runs in the top of the second, did not score the rest of the night. And in the bottom of the second inning, the Rail Riders tied it immediately. A ground up began the inning, but then Eric Kratz singled. Ryan McBroom walked and put runners at first and second with one away. And the batter goes K. Coteau. The 1-1 to Coteau. Ground ball through the right side of the infield. Eric Kratz being waved home. They'll test the arm of Rusne Castillo. Here comes the throw. Kratz is safe. Throw down to second. Coteau is out. It's an RBI single by Gozke. The Rail Riders are on the board. The tying run is at third base, but now two outs in the inning for Wendell Riho. It's been some stretch that Coteau has been on lately, and he just adds to it there. The next man up was Wendell Riho. He's been swinging a hot bat on the homestand, and he wanted to tie the game up. One ball, one strike, two away. They set up outside to Riho, and he'll roll it to the right side. Pass Akami, tipped off the glove of Chatham. It's an RBI single for Wendell Riho. And we're squared up at two here in the Rail Riders' half of the second inning. So the game is tied at two. And as mentioned, Nick Nelson goes six innings, doesn't give up any more runs for the Rail Riders. Out of the bullpen, Tyler Lyons goes an inning in two-thirds. But with two outs in the eighth inning, he's replaced by J.P. Fireisen, who enters, gets a fielder's choice, and the game remains tied at two, going to the bottom of the eighth inning. Pawtucket starter left-hander Kyle Hart was so economical through his first seven innings that they brought him out for an eighth, and he struck out Gosuke Kato swinging for the first out of the inning, but then gave up a single to Wendell Riho. Riho finished two for three on the night, and at that point, Pawtucket decided they were taking Kyle Hart out of the ballgame and bringing in Trevor Kelly, one of the best relief arms that the International League has had to offer this year. Going into yesterday, Kelly's numbers were great. It was a sub-2 ERA and just a ton of strikeouts, more than a strikeout at inning pitch. So Kelly comes in getting ready to face Terrence Gore. But instead of it being a righty-righty matchup against the Rail Riders' speedy number 9 hitter in Gore, Jay Bell dips into his bench and pulls Bravik Valera, a switch hitter, out. Valera flips to the left side against the right-hander Trevor Kelly. And with the go-ahead run at first base, Bravik Valera delivers... A whole lot more than just Wendell Riho. The 0-1. Valera, high drive to right field. Going back, Castillo to the warning track wall. It's gone! Big game, Bravik returns. And the Rail Riders, off one of the best arms in the International League, have taken a 4-2 lead in the bottom of the eighth inning. A big swing by Bravik Valera, and it gave J.P. Fireyes and plenty of cushion in the ninth inning. J.P. struck out the first two men he faced before getting a line out to right field by Jansen Witte. And that ended a ball game that was played in two hours, 34 minutes before just a shade under 6,000 fans on a Wednesday night in Muzik. 
before yesterday's game, we had a chance to chat with one of the newest members of the Rail Riders, one of the newest members of the Yankees organization, right-handed reliever Ryan Dull, who is pitching for his third organization in the month of August. And that's where we begin. Joe Basile with the chance to grab Ryan Dull. And the first thing he wanted to know is what has that travel, crazy travel schedule been like for Ryan? Um, it's just more you just expect the unexpected and just never never know where you're going to get up, like end up and just embrace the opportunities that are given to you when you can and just learn how to pack a suitcase real fast. <laughs> yeah, so kind of came, joined the Rail Riders down in Gwinnett and then almost immediately got up to the Yankees, went down. Just how has that old travel thing been for you just in terms of airplanes and buses <laughs> and all that? Um, I just learned to like sleep on the plane when I can and then just I, I've been making sure to stay hydrated just because you don't know what's going to happen at all and just more so just learn how to pack my suitcase real quick but also just know what I need and what I can what I was able to leave behind just in case. I know that you spent the first several years of your career in the Oakland Athletics Organization, and now it's kind of been a little different. Just emotionally, what has it been like for you over the last couple of weeks between Oakland and then San Francisco for a little bit and now with the Yankees? Uh, It's just been a wild ride, especially it was seven years, like the only team I've been with up until that point. But then it was also just a great opportunity to go with the team right across the bay. I knew quite a few of the guys already after playing against them so much already earlier in the year and then also a couple of friends from back home were also on that team so it made the transition pretty easy and especially that coaching staff they already knew who I was and they just anything to help improve and then just after just it's just one of those baseball business moves so like you just learn to accept that and then just hope you get another opportunity and grateful for the opportunity here and then just just then you go up to New York and just like, all right, these guys know at least they've guys have been around. They know they they know who you are. So it's like it's just more they just made you feel comfortable right away. Mm-hmm. And coming here just uh, it helped. Like I knew Billy at least, mm-hmm. so it just made transitions a little bit easier. Yeah, was there anyone that you you maybe talked to or leaned on for advice on how to approach it, just from a player side or even just a mental side? Um, I had a couple guys what? in Vegas, and then that I knew that had been through the process, and they just tried to stay. They just said, try to stay as positive as you can, and just embrace the new opportunities that are ahead. We're here with Rail Riders relief pitcher Ryan Dull on the pregame show, and for fans who maybe haven't seen you a whole lot over the years, obviously being out in Oakland in the AL West, not a lot of Yankees fans maybe have seen you pitch a whole <laughs> lot. What is it about Ryan Dull on the mound? How would you? If you were giving a scouting report of yourself, what what would you give? Uh, just mainly come in. Like I've, at least in the past, I've come in, just been that guy that always come in, like in the middle of innings and just try to clean up sometimes, but also just come in, a lot of fastballs, a lot of sliders as well. That's pretty much what most teams expect now. Mm-hmm. I, I even had like just a joke, like the pitching staff, like when I was in Sacramento, they said, oh, you're the slider guy. I was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> slider guy. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, obviously. Coming in now, seeing some different teams, having different teammates. Is, obviously, you said Billy Burns was someone you'd play with. How has he kind of helped get you involved with the clubhouse a little bit? Uh, he's just more just show me right, show me around like just somebody that you can know like you can always talk to if you need anything, and then just 
played against some of the guys, but don't really haven't really got to talk to him that much. But it's also he just made the transition easier, just just more more comfortable, especially being in a playoff race here too. You want everybody as comfortable as possible, even if they are brand new. Mm-hmm. And. I believe I saw this right. You went to UNC Asheville, you're a North Carolina guy. What was it like kind of playing baseball there? That's not a school, I guess, that maybe a lot would think of as a big baseball school, but I know they're usually very competitive down in the Big South, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's got a, just had a small school opportunity just to go in there and play right away, which is what I wanted. And it was, I mean, we're in a valley, so like you're going to have those just hit or miss snowstorms, especially like early early in the season or late in the fall so it's like you just learn to wiggle, like work around that but it's just learn to play in the cold but we also it's like you get used to bus rides because we rode a bus everywhere so it's like being on the bus is nothing new especially once I got into pro ball and it's just you learn like your every like every team has those couple guys that are like they have like draft big league potential so like you're you just learn to play against those and like see where you are at against that kind of competition too. Yeah, I was going to say, how did that prepare you for your pro career? And, and I think you even touched on it with the with the bus rides and and some of the competition, right? Yeah, we uh, we had a couple guys. Um, it just worked out like my college head coach happened to be the high school coach for Cameron Maven and Justin Jackson. So those guys would come like to our workouts in the spring to just stand in on some bullpens and then we'd get their feedback as well so kind of they just, and then we just just sat around and talked to them so they helped prepare and just gave us like a mental like just like a mentality to have for whenever you get to that point and just what you have to do to keep improving big thanks to ryan for being our pregame guest yesterday and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today Scranton Wilkesbury wraps up its penultimate home series with a game tonight against Pawtucket. Pre-game coverage begins at 6:35 before a 7:05 first pitch. You can catch all the action with Adam Marco and me beginning at 6:35 on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino. G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you later tonight.